1: The Newcastle Natter is back for the season by Labrooks. Hello and welcome to the Newcastle Natter, the special preview, game previewing Newcastle Natter. My name is Fergus Craig. I'm joined by Dave Watson.
0: Hi Fergus.
1: And Paul Doolan. Hello. Yes. And this is a new feature in which we, in within the confines of one episode, we... Preview our upcoming game, and the game that we are currently previewing is our game against Tottenham Hotspur this Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's on Sky. It's at one thirty kickoff on Sunday. It's at home at St James's Park, and it's in the Premier League. And it's in the Premier League, which is, as we all know.
2: The best league in the world. It's the best league in the world, isn't it, guys? It, I did miss it last season. I don't know about you. It's Not just for the refereeing standards. It's the best league in the world.
0: Certainly the easiest league in the world to watch. It's the yeah. best
2: league in the
1: world if the world was confined to England and Wales. And um, it's against Spurs... Dave, what are your instincts about this game?
0: It's really weird because we've got a mixed record against Spurs, even when we've been in the doldrums and they've been, you know, doing really well. Obviously, the last game that we played in the, the Premier League was against Tottenham Hotspur, and we ran out 5 1 winners with Mitrovic getting sent off. I don't think that's going to be the case this time round, but um, uh, they are. Arguably um, playing the best football in the Premier League or, or last season. Um, lovely team to watch, really hard-working. Pochettino's got them all working together. Um, they haven't m- made a single signing, um, which surprised me because I thought they'd want to strengthen from a position of power. And they've lost their best right-back in Kyle Walker. Um, so it's it's a strange one. They've got a few players out. There's, you know, we... Do have we do seem to be a bit of a bogey team for them? Um, it's mixed bag, mate. Uh, I, I feel like we
1: always do great against Spurs, mm. which means we won. Well, this last time, six games
0: we played against them, um, we've won three, they've won three. Um,
2: there you go. We always do always great nice against Spurs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they always play, seem um, to
2: start the season very slowly as well, which could be in our favour. And
1: they. It it is sort of standard for Spurs that they haven't signed anyone now because of Daniel Levy. He's sort of, he leaves things late, Mm. doesn't he? That's his...
2: I'd say crucially for them that they've not sold anyone. If you look at the Spurs teams of sort of five, ten years ago, like Harry Kane would have been gone, Deli Alley would have been gone, that sort of, those kind of deals would have happened. I think Spurs not signing anyone isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think if we're... They only really need backup for sort of number 10 role really and some competition at striker. I'm going to I'll say, say something though,
1: potentially yeah. controversial right now. Uh, there was, there were many years when I really didn't like Spurs but now I would say that Spurs are the sort of team where if you're honest you, you sort of wish your club was like Spurs yeah, right now? I think so. Yeah. They're... they're, they're They're what every club wants to be, except for the fact they haven't won anything yet. But they're they're, um, they're really good, exciting, young, and lots of uh, young English players who've come through their system or
2: been brought by them young. There's nothing particularly mercenary about them, which in this day and age is quite rare for a Premier League team.
1: Well, yeah,
2: I mean... Yeah I guess I'm looking for the
1: wrong de- definition of mercenary. Yeah,
2: no, you're right. Yeah. They will... It's annoying cuz our producers, the Spurs fans, we don't want to big them up too much. <laughs> it's,
0: it's <laughs> well, I mean the the um producers might be able to chip in, but they've had a decent I think they've had a decent pre-season. They played some big teams as well, you know. They haven't just been smashing Bradford and Preston and Helenus, Veronas and stuff like that. They played like PSG, Roma, they Man City. They beat Juventus. They lost to Man yeah. City
2: 3 0. They lost to Roma. They beat PSG. Pre season council. Two wins, shit. two losses, but yeah, they've Pre season doesn't
1: mean anything. It's fitness really, isn't it? But they they do have a damned good squad. But having yeah. said that, I mean I think they will finish at least ten places above us. Mm. Yeah, but I also think we've got a pretty good chance in this game
2: yeah I think first game of the season is the best time to face Spurs they've got it sounds like Trippier might not be there so they might have a problem at right back
0: Mm -hmm. they're Um, also missing Wanyama and uh, Son I think
2: Kane traditionally doesn't start the season very well either although that's usually because he's been in a tournament in the summer so who knows but there's if you had to pick a time to play Spurs where you thought you could get some points off them you would pick first game of the season I think
0: I also think it's good to get uh, like a a tough team out the way early doors because I'd much rather face Spurs now where we've got another 35 games where we can pick up points Mm. rather than needing three points off them in the last game of the season you know what i mean
2: it's it is kind of a win-win game where it's whatever happens if you lose you can use it as a barometer for how far we got to go and to be honest as well if it's a heavy defeat then that could change our transfer policy before the season kicks off so it's yeah i mean you and i are both massive optimists anyway dave so regardless of what happens we'll be (laughs) <laughs> we'll be pretty on board with the idea of it being a positive even if we lose 9-0. I'm
0: well, the f- thing is last time we started a season with a loss, we went on to win the league, so <laughs> I think that's pretty, Hang on, pretty is that 1928
2: last year. Right. No, last year. <laughs> <laughs> we were at the game. Yeah.
1: So, um yeah, we were at the game. Weren't yeah. we? Um so uh Let's let's go through our actual predictions in terms of score line for
2: this game. Paul, one-one. Premier League classic. I
1: was thinking of going for one-one.
2: Dave, two-one
0: loss.
1: A two-one loss. Yeah, I'm going to go for a two-one win. I think
0: we're going to win it.
2: I really do. This is the problem with us every time, isn't I know. it? Optimism. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it's, I don't think... So let's, in that case, because I didn't do it on the last pod and I should have done, let's go for our prediction for our final
2: position in the league as well. I'm going to be slightly optimistic and say 12th. Dave?
0: It's really tough. really is because there's a There's not a big... There wasn't a big gap between like was it ninth and something like fifteenth or something? I think there were only about five points between them last season, so i think I think we're going to end up fourteenth, but I think it's going to be um I think it's going to be tight and we could be within a couple of points of twelfth and a couple of points of seventeenth but yeah fourteenth that's where I'm going.
1: I don't think we'll go down. I agree that in between i think in between European places. Well, in between top eight and relegation is really close. But I'm mm. going to go for 13, not just because that's in between the two of you. I'm going to go for 13th because um, it's just like hotel floors. There is no real 13th <laughs> in
0: the Premier League. But that's... <laughs> and would you, be, would you be happy with that? With yeah, 13, in the, 14th, that would we, you think, in the like, sense
2: that we didn't go down. But I Yeah. We're looking have the money I've, for the next season to build on as well. I think staying in the league is a positive this year. I'm really hopeful yeah. that in the future we are a football club that has
1: some kind of hope beyond staying in the Premier League or returning to the Premier League. Yeah. I'm hopeful. And I think that that we might if we're not going to be like if we're not going to be like Everton or Spurs or Liverpool or whatever that maybe we might be like oh god it's like like West Ham or Stoke like sometimes people might talk about us that's too challenging for Europe I know that is incredibly depressing but I guess I'm using it to make a point you know I would like to think that we have a future in which people's conversations about us aren't just are you going to go down?
2: Yeah, I think as well they normally aren't. It's only the last sort of five years. Yeah, but five years is quite a long time. Yeah, but...
1: Yeah, we'll see. We will see. Um, But I think we're going to wrap up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, this has been interesting to have this extra little... Mm. Um, Special podcast, which we've all come in for three days later.
2: <laughs> we haven't. It's all I done. I still need the same pee that I needed in the last podcast. So. Interesting, yeah. So, yeah, Paul
1: Dillon really needs a pee, as do I. Dave, do you need a pee?
0: No, I want to go and watch Game of Thrones.
1: Dave's going to go and watch Game of Thrones. Um. So good and Dave. Me and... Uh, me and Paul are going to go across the streams. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've never watched Game of Thrones, but I'm assuming that's the sort of shit that goes down. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much, Dave Watson.
0: Thanks, Fergus.
1: Thank you, Paul Doolan. Thank you. My name is Fergus Craig. Goodbye. Bye.
0: This is a Playback Media production.
1: To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. The Newcastle Nutter is back for the season by Labrooks.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.